Hey, uh, so we don't usually have like an introduction of any kind on these, but I figured this one could use some context. Uh, we recorded this on April 5th, 2020. The world is in lockdown. We are in the middle of a global pandemic. America is in crisis. California is, yeah, you know, pretty chill. Uh, in any event, because uh, we are both, as of right now, sheltering in place, uh, this podcast is the first that we've recorded, uh, not in the same room, uh, that being my living room up here in the hills. So this was recorded over the internet, uh, the World Wide Web, as it were, which is why it sounds like hell. And there might be some a few spots where there's like digital lag and whatnot. Anyways, uh, just wanted to put a little context at the head of this for posterity. And so you know why it sounds terrible. Okay, enjoy, goodbye. I literally, I mean, I know you go on these walks and it's like you're walking through nature and shit. Like I am literally in a box that I have not left in like two and a half weeks. <laughs> <clears throat> like I haven't walked out the front door. I've just been inside here. I mean, I've only walked around the neighborhood and like gone to get my blood drawn and shit. Today is 10 weeks and one day that I've been trapped here. Oh my God. Yeah, like, I'm fucking losing it. Like you guys are gonna see what it's like. You don't even know what it's like yet. You can't even imagine what it's like yet. You'll all see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am pretty good at, at this anyway. The problem is, is that the option is no longer there. Right. So like you could say to me, you know, hey, you know, we're going to the Vista matinee tomorrow at one. And I'm like, oh God, that sounds so early. Like, you know, I'm gonna get up and go to the Vista. To, but then, you know, I can also say no. Right. <laughs> Now, there's not even, like, you can't even say anything. Like, it's like, well, you want to do a Zoom movie night? <laughs> <laughs> right. Which, uh, we yeah. might get there. Other people, that, everyone else is doing that. I haven't, I still haven't watched a movie in weeks. I could see it happen. Fuck. What did I watch last night? Oh, I watched uh, Dragged Across Concrete. I don't know what that is. I've heard of that. Director that did Bone Tomahawk and, uh, and, and, and uh, Brawl in Cell 99. Mm -hmm. Good. Did you see Bone Tomahawk? I made it 20 minutes into Bone Tomahawk and turned it off because it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I hated it. You might like uh, uh, his second film better. Uh, uh, brawl in cell block 99 because that's a pretty badass movie and vince vaughn completely plays like a totally different vince vaughn oh i love vince vaughn and everything anyways yeah well he's in the one i watched last night too totally different characters he doesn't play the same guy that he usually plays like um uh, this guy kind of this director i think kind of calmed him down a little bit <laughs> it's kind of crazy but brawl in nine brawl in cell block 99 is fucking bonkers one of those like level movies it like starts here and then it's like wait this is fucking getting crazy I heard about that. 
And then what? What the fuck? No fucking way. What the fuck is happening? Were you telling me about that? Or did I just hear about it when it came out? Because someone was like, Vince Vaughn is in a really weird movie. And I never yeah. saw it because I hated Bone Tomahawk. But you didn't even watch the whole thing. No, I didn't need to. I, it isn't Sid Haig in the beginning. And it's just like cheesy and shitty. And like, it just felt like one of those super fanboy movies. And I wasn't here for No. I don't know. It felt more like an exploitation type film to me. Yeah. But like a western like a western version. I mean that's kind of what this guy's, you know, thing is. Cause Cellblock definitely is an exploitation film. And then this last one, it's so long. It's like two it's like two hours and fifteen twenty minutes or something. It's crazy. It might even be a little longer than that. But it's it's Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson. Are we doing Mel Gibson again? Is he back? He's pretty good in this. Um, no, he's great in everything. He's Mel Gibson. I just thought he was canceled. <laughs> I think Mel Gibson is uh, has made amends and is slowly coming back somehow. I mean, he's always going to hate Jews. Like, he can say nice things, but... That's what I was telling someone. Like, we were talking about the movie, and I was like, I mean, he still hates Jews. That's fine, you know? <laughs> right. He's not going to change his mind. He's hated Jews his entire life because sure, his father hates Jews. Yeah, that's his thing. He hates Jews. Fine. Anyways, we're recording. Just make good movies. <laughs> uh yeah, we'll keep recording that whole time. I'll find a time to come in. Do you want to do the thing? We can't actually clink. I was going to say, what are we... Are we changing the name or are we doing... Are we going to do a new... Like a uh, like a, a different version of our actual name of the thing that we haven't done in 300,000 years? Uh, I think I'll just... I'll change the episode name to reflect times. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay, so my name's Ryan Lambert. This is uh, Jacob Strunk. And uh, this is uh, Dying in the Hollywood Hills. Probably really soon, <laughs> but I'm not there. And Cheers. I'm drinking water. And drinking I will water. probably die in MacArthur Park. There we go. Yeah. Welcome, uh, world. You know, because everyone is listening. Every single human. No on Earth. Anything and else. And, 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 you know, as long as I have you all here, we are the world. We don't hold hands. Let's not do hands across America this time. Uh, should we get all of the horror nerds to do a, <laughs> like, FaceTime cover song to put online so that everyone hates us? Like that Imagine video? Should I just write something new, like um, like how like Band Aid, like feed the world? Like we can each do a different part. I mean, are <laughs> people starving? Until the chorus. Uh, did I'm you down. watch? Did you watch the Imagine video? I will not watch those. I don't really get it. I didn't watch all of it. I watched like 15 seconds of it. Oh, is it just like one, is it just one thing with a bunch of celebrities singing it? 
Yeah, it's I like, thought they. I thought it was like a meme thing, or like a like each individual celebrity was like doing their own version on their own page or whatever. No, they all like did a line from the song oh, Lord and then put them together. So it's just like this portrait of opulence and waste. Uh, you know, I mean, the thing is, like, you and I know how this shit works. Like, you know, they're celebrities are people too. <laughs> they just want to help. They but just want to help. Like, Madonna in her bathtub with rose petals and shit. Like, it is a huge slap in the face. Enough. It is a giant slap in the face. Stay home, everyone, as the as the drone pans out, and they're like in like their backyard that looks like a, a like an actual park. Mm-hmm. Like it's got like a pool and a slide for the kids. Mariah Carey posted a video from her hair salon that's <laughs> in her house. Oh yeah. Oh no. I've seen yes. I've, first-hand seeing things like that. Like, yeah. wow, that's in here? <laughs> so you're gonna, so like how, does someone like work in here until you come in to get a trim or to, for them to dye your hair or something? Like, did they stay here? <laughs> do they work at the salon every day, but nothing's happening? Maybe. Inside your house. I have staff. David Geffen just fucked off on his yacht with a staff of like 250 people. He, he got them tested, then he put them on the yacht, and now they're he's gone. just like, and they're gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. I know. I've got a friend who's like basically bailed on LA like before the shit went down and got out of town. And, uh, like he knew it was going down and left? Like it was like, you know, you get that sense like something's weird. I should probably get the hell out of here. I've never and uh, if you have somewhere to go even. Right. If you don't have anywhere to go, like I do, like I don't, <laughs> then uh, you're trapped in a box downtown <laughs> surrounded by the actual zombies. But, but nothing new there. <laughs> In terms of my neighborhood. Is your neighborhood still crazy? Like they're just out? Is your neighborhood still crazy? Like Jesus guy is still out there ranting and they're still like talking? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's still like business. Well, all the businesses shut down, except like there's a liquor store and then a 7-Eleven, but all the restaurants are gone. Um, I can still hear like, homeless and crackheads like outside screaming through the night. <laughs> um, it's like those like mentally ill people that hold up signs that say the end of the world is coming like in Times Square. Yeah. But now that's all of them outside of my apartment. <laughs> I told you, I fucking told you, I told you it was coming. It's like, but go inside <laughs> and say that like to the wall, like get away from me. Stop screaming and stop spitting into the air. Uh, are there like people coughing? I mean, I can hear them coughing in the alleyway or like, you know, <laughs> on the streets. That's why I can't, people are like, well, well, you could just go to the store really quick across the street and guess. I'm like, no, I can't <laughs> because it's like, I mean, unless I'm armed. <laughs> right. Like, I, you know, I'm sharpening the machete as we speak. 
because you can't make any loud noises because you just got to chop their head off. <laughs> Why can't you make loud noises? Because then they'll all come after you. Until you they more... chop one head off. You chop one head off, and then, but it doesn't make noise. If you, the minute you shoot a gun off, then the rest of the zombies turn around and they go, and then they come after you because they heard the noise. Right, but in your neighborhood, they wouldn't come after you. They'd be like, oh, that white guy is crazy, and they'd run the no, other No, but that is only if we're dealing with people of the, of the alive version. <laughs> like, not the dead come back from the dead. You're saying that the scenario. actual living dead are walking through your neighborhood, and it's not just a bunch of day drunk, out-of-work people pissing in Hobo Alley? Uh, I don't know what, I mean, I don't even know what, if these people in this neighborhood know what day drunk means. Like, day <laughs> drunk, like, <laughs> like, I'm gonna get day drunk. That sounds like a, like a, like a party girl in the college. Right. Rosé all day. Rosé all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, these people, <laughs> these people don't have that part of their brain that is telling them that. Well, I guess just stay locked up for now. Mm. I mean, you know, I watch films, I listen to music, I read a lot. I mean, I'm doing all the things. Um, I wouldn't say like I'm being like the most creative, but like, I don't, I feel like that's like, you can't force yourself into that. No, and I read a couple of like think pieces that are like, stop trying to be productive. You're only freaking yourself out more. Like, yes, this is going to go on for months. You can take a few weeks to just sit there and shake. Sure. And eventually, if you get inspired, go do something. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really try to stay on any like particular routine or anything. Like, I, I, you know, I wake up at like 9, 10. Like the other day I woke up at 11, or I got out of bed at 11, like, and now what? Now I'm over here. <laughs> like, what's the, like, people are like, get out of bed. I'm like, why? Like, it's not like I'm being lazy in bed, but the, the alternative is to move from the couch, I mean, from the bed to the couch. Well, you should That's be. All I, and, I mean, unless I want to go sit in my bathtub or, like, hang out in the kitchen on the floor. Like, there's only really two places to, like, be in my home. Weren't you hanging out on the floor during the earthquake the other day? Yes, I was laying on the ground. <laughs> uh, also, if I had a bathtub, I would be in it for six hours a day. I'd miss having a bathtub. My bathtub isn't like, isn't, I can't really go into it, but it's not really for that. For what? <laughs> in water? That's all for. What? Like, if I had a big wooden barrel that I could fill with hot water, I would see <laughs> salt. I would love that. My back is killing me. I'm achy. I'm falling apart. Um, I, uh, I've never been a bath guy. I guess I could make this bath into that kind of bathtub, but... Yeah, just don't think about it. And don't, like, do it in lieu of showering and then try to hang out because then it's just oh, no, no. About it Gross. disgusting. I just always thought of it like I'm just like stewing in bath juice. Like, yeah, well, that's built. the thing. You don't do it like to clean. I, you, at my old house, I would like put on Radiohead, light candles, throw in like a bath bomb, 
and then just go in there and drink a box of wine. And it's amazing. It's very I'm gonna get day drunk. <laughs> well, this would be a day all day, baby. Morning. But yeah. Um, we have not done one of these in fucking like eight months. Oh, it's got to have been longer than that. I was still at the nightmare job. So okay. before July of last year. So we haven't really talked. Well, okay, then whoever. So in chronological <laughs> order, uh, you went blind. I went blind and, and had a, uh, and had a, well, we haven't done one of these since I had my tooth. No. Done, right? No. I went into surgery for an abscess tooth um, because it got infected. And, oh, this is fascinating stuff. It's fascinating. <laughs> I, if I had headphones on and I was just laying in bed, like, yeah, I've got the corona. I'm just going to, like, chill and, like, stay away from everyone and, like, listen to Ryan Lambert talk about his surgery. <laughs> and, then, and then after that, then there's going to be another story about a surgery. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll make mine short because mine's not as important. But I was in the hospital for four days, and uh, they had to like put a bag in my face to like drain. It was so disgusting. Like it's so gross to even talk about. Um, and then they popped that tooth out, and uh, now I have a scar on my neck. But uh, what are they that's do about it? Are they going to put a fake tooth in eventually, or it was so far back that they're just leaving it? It's yeah. I mean. I don't have to. I mean, that would be like for my own personal. I mean, you, no one. You can't even see it, even if I, even if you could get a smile out of me. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> You're right. Like you notice when people are missing teeth. Yes, but like the only thing that I would get it for is because like now, like you kind of just like you like you play with that area. You're like, woo, that little that's gone. Mm. You know, you start fucking with it a little bit. And it's hard to, sometimes, you know, like the first, like, three times I ate tacos, uh, crunchy ones, when I had a crunchy taco or something like that, mm. it was like, oh, fuck, nope, can't use that part. <laughs> but then you just like, learn to do that. Nothing, yeah, you had to learn, I have to learn, because it's, it's on both sides, because the other one was popped out, you know, three months earlier than that, the, this one. So now it's like I have a matching. Now they match, right? Which it's like symmetrical. Which I was talking to my dentist about, and they were like, "Well, you know, you can get a, you know you can get a fake tooth and at least one or whatever." I'm like, um, "I have OCD, so like, I'm so happy that this one over here is out now because now it's even, mm -hmm. and it, it's easier to chew that way for me. Whatever, who cares? This is so boring and stupid." <laughs> How about that new Star Wars? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, we haven't even talked about the new Star Wars. That's how long it's been. Uh, it sucks. Uh, um, but, but, but then uh, some very traumatic, uh, very traumatic uh, monstrosity happened to you. Would you like to share or do you want to like just give a brief summary? I'll give a brief summary because no one fucking cares. Except in how it ties into my being trapped here for 10 weeks as of yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I found out during a routine checkup that I was trying to get in before capitalism took away my doctors from my shitty, like, bottom barrel insurance. Right. 
that I had a failing valve in my heart that apparently had always been there and just held on until this year. Uh, and apparently it was very bad. And then three weeks later, I was in a hospital getting full on open heart surgery with fucking cow parts put in me. <laughs> Which was I was going to say, like, should we like start calling you Bessie or something now? Like, I'm trying to think of like the best. Send in your best cow names. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm open to Jacob, For Jacob's new heart. That's the contest for this week. And the, uh, and the winner, the winner will pick a winner. Like we always pick a winner. Um, we'll get a special prize. Which I don't know what it is yet. What is it? Something dumb. Maybe I'll like, like I'll do like a special message or something. Great. I don't fucking know. Win that. Win uh, that thing. I had a very amazing and attractive ICU nurse the first two nights. Okay. Uh, Christine. Oh, first name basis. I, I mean, she had a name tag. Her last name was Jew. J-E-W. Like, a- that is the- an Asian girl Great. named Christine Jew. She was amazing. And it was spelled J-E-W. Yeah. Uh, she removed. That's my weird cat. because I think we're pretty tight. Where, where was she, where was she from? I have no idea. Because in uh, in uh, in in uh, Taiwan, no, not Taiwan. Yeah, Taiwan. In Taiwan, uh, pork is called Jew. <laughs> Maybe she was Taiwanese. I was sitting in Taipei by myself in like this just <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny little restaurant. And I'm looking at the menu and it is absolutely, there is no English on it whatsoever. But it's not like characters. Like it's all written out phonically. And I just said, excuse me. What is what is this? What's Jew? Just Jew, 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 um, Jew, Jew. She kept saying it over and over again. I'm like, I get it. I'm a fucking Jew. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I go, what it like? What is it like? You know, question mark. What what is it? And she said, um, she goes, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, pig, pork. She goes, pork, pork, pork. I'm like. Interesting name to call pork <laughs> for, a, for a Jew. Uh, I eat pork. Yeah, did you order it? Fuck yeah, and it was delicious. I'm sure. And I got the biggest, tallest bottle of beer I've ever seen in my life. You know, you get like when you go to like a sushi place and you know, they say, Do you want a small Sapporo or you want the big Sapporo or yeah. like a Sahi or something like that? And then they bring you that big bottle. You're like, yeah, I got the big one. This was like, you know those like bottles of, of, of uh, wine that are almost like a gimmick, how big they are? Yeah, like a magnum? Yes. <laughs> this, was, this was a magnum of beer for like 50 cents. That's fantastic. I have a three liter box of wine on its way with my next grocery delivery. <laughs> From where? 
from Ralph's. Oh, what kind of box wine do they have? No it's idea. Like the, I'm telling you right now, the Trader Joe's box wine is really good. I believe and, you. And I, and some snobby ass fucking Somali is the one that told me that in San Francisco. It was like, let me tell you a little secret. I'll tell you a little secret. The, uh, the Pinot Noir box wine at Trader Joe's is kind of decent. It's good. I was like, fuck. Ah. So we used to get it all the time. Just, <laughs> just sit on the counter. Well, fucking wine. Also, right. aren't a lot of their spirits just like relabeled name brand spirits for half? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of Trader Joe's shit is garbage, but a lot of it is great. Also, they don't deliver, and I'm not going to go fucking stand in that four-block-long line like everyone no, fuck that. in LA is doing. No. I don't have even the luxury of, like, driving to the place or walking to a place, so... Yeah, you have to I, get on the red line and yes, almost guaranteed someone would bite you. Um, you would be infected. I've dreamt about it. <laughs> like, I swear I had the most epic dream. I mean, there's, they're, they're so vivid during this time. I mean, usually I have like these epic, crazy dreams, but, and I'm not going to tell you a dream because that's the lamest thing of all time. But just the fact that I'm having these like things where I'm waking up going, there's no way that my brain thought of that. Like, I cannot understand how even that happened. How that even happened. I was reading. Now I, wait, I, now I know quantum physics overnight. Like, how? Is that no what sense. It was? <laughs> All of a sudden, I, was like, I, I think like I half learned it for like maybe four minutes. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Maybe. And then, like, the, the powers of the universe were like, you know what? Nah. Nah, don't give this, don't give him that. Don't give him those powers. I have been taking large doses of melatonin every night because if I don't, I am just up for 24 hours. I always feel like that's going to turn into like um, when people take like a Xanax and like eat in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know, like they take like something really strong and then they wind up like driving their car asleep. Right, or like eating half a raw turkey. <laughs> But they don't remember, they wake up and there's just crumbs everywhere. And they're like, what the fuck? They don't remember doing that. I feel like if I even take melatonin, that would happen. But melatonin doesn't, it's not a drug. It's a naturally occurring not, uh, No, I know. I, I, under, I know the, the concept. Of, I know that. But it doesn't even make you sleepy. It just reminds your body that sleep is a thing. I know. But what I'm saying is but just my luck. <laughs> right. You would be the first document. I would be the case. Because someone gave me some on an airplane once. We were coming back from London, and I'm like, I am like not even tired at all. Like I haven't even had a cocktail. It's like six in the morning, you know. It's like this flight is gonna suck. Like I'm never gonna sleep. And then one of the guys I was with, one of the crew, was like, just put this in some water and drink it. And I did. And it, I guess it was like an emergency, but it also had melatonin in it. Did and it knock you out? And, no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what a delicious beverage. Right. 
Yeah, but like, is there vodka? Not. The vodka. If you put vodka in it, then I might fall asleep. See, I can't drink vodka or anything now because I freak out. Yeah, you're done. For now, you're I mean, I I can have. You can have like three sips of rosé. I can have a beer. Like I tried that experiment and it was fine. I tried bourbon and I sleep like shit and my heart rate goes crazy. That's the sugar. This, well, I think it's, it's the sugar. It's like the alcohol metabolizing in the night into sugar, but it's also not great for my like anxiety and mental well-being. I mean, cows don't drink, cows don't drink whiskey. <laughs> they could, they should. <laughs> This week I will try the wine experiment and we'll see. I'm not going to drink three liters, but I'll have like a glass and see what that does. I'm going to send you something. Maybe you already read this. I printed it out because it's easier for me to see. Because yeah, again, my other thing that happened is I was scheduled for cataract surgery tomorrow, <laughs> which is Monday the 6th. Yeah of April, for anybody listening at a different time. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to have cataract surgery yet tomorrow, Monday, and uh, obviously they canceled all of all that, so I'm blind. Um, I ordered, um, don't tell anybody this. Here's a, here's a good story really quick before I go into this other thing. Um, tell it while I'm refilling my iced tea. Okay, great. Um, I, uh, since I'm blind, I went and I asked a friend of mine who, uh, it, you know, works, you know, in the optical field, let's just say. And uh, I just said, here's my prescription, my last one, that glasses I'm wearing right now. I can't see through them. I can't get the, the, I can't get the uh, surgery. I can't see. What am I going to do? Like, and it's just getting worse and worse. Like, I can't. I mean, forget seeing faces when I watch TV. I mean, forget subtitles. There's just no way. If there's like a scene when like someone goes, oh, I'm getting a text, and then they show the text, I have to like walk up to the screen <laughs> like, and like look as close as you possibly can to a screen to see what they're saying and have to like pause things. I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare. So I gave her my prescription and she said, I'm not supposed to do this. <laughs> but just, just, Put, just add one number to the sphere in each eye. And I was like, boom, thanks, bloop, blah, bloop, I buy direct, pick your glasses, bloop, blah, bloop, they're coming in the mail in like five days. Great, also, Hopefully, I don't think you should feel too bad about that. It's not like black market opiates. Like, <laughs> you're getting glasses so that you can see. I think it was more like, don't, like, don't tell anybody that I was me. Right. Kind of just protecting herself, like like I'm gonna call her work and be like, ha ha, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Although I am telling the story right now, um, which you know, I don't know if like some sort of like you've anonymized it. Ophthalmology, ophthalmology, some sort of oh the uh, task force, the society, yeah, the task force society is gonna come get me. <laughs> yeah but, uh, yeah same pair of glasses i'm wearing right now different lenses are coming right so it'll 
work because that's, that's what I'm spending my apocalypse money on. <laughs> my apocalypse fund went to my eyeballs. Hey man, if you got to run outside, if I have to abandon this joint, like grab a backpack and like throw some supplies in it and get and hit the road, you know, you have at to least I'll, at least I'll maybe be able to see for four months. Yeah. And then I had this like weird, like vision of me, I get it. Um, that of me like months from now, like with like a band of others, you know, like, you know, we got like the nerdy science guy and the, the you know, whatever. I mean, the, all the characters from the stand. Um, <laughs> eventually I'm probably gonna have to like, have like that like campfire talk to someone like, dude, we gotta find like a glasses place. <laughs> we gotta find a lens. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we gotta, <laughs> so I, we gotta find that so I can, you know, just rummage through their, sh I bet they, mu they must have like samples and things or something. I, I gotta like find something. But then like, what happens is, is that the ones that work the best, the ones that I can actually see out of like Eureka moment, like, like my character will turn around and they're just like these gigantic old lady glasses. <laughs> And that, like, Golden Girls, you know? Like, and that's what I'll have to wear for the remainder of the series. Notice how I turned it into a series. That's my other thing. How many screenwriters right now in Hollywood do you think are late, are saying the question, hey, COVID-19, fade in. Right, or they're all like, I have an idea about someone who can't leave the house. Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm sure a third of them, like the bottom third. <laughs> yeah. The other ones, like the top tier, are getting commissioned by like the t like you know James Cameron. Like, I think yeah, they're just doing whatever they usually do. Like because the rich people are still just doing that, right? Like James Cameron is still just working on Avatar, and all of his yes. people are still just working on Avatar, getting paid to work on Avatar. He's like, yeah. don't worry, this place is hermetically sealed. You're not going anywhere. He goes, do you realize that you're, you know, you're about 30, 30 feet underground right now? Right. They don't have windows. Bunk, in a bunker. The bombs fell and it's all done. <laughs> like they think their families are dead. <laughs> yeah, so the top third of screenwriters are Keep working. That. Keep working, God damn it. Slap like 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 whipping them with a with a with an Avi tail or whatever those fucking things are called. The Avatar. <laughs> the Navi. Oh, that they fuck with? <laughs> yeah, that's fuck? he's like just ripping them with the... <laughs> um, did you read the Larry David thing in the New York Times? Not New York Times, no. Uh, it's, it, I think it's called like Master of His Quarantine or something. Right. It's fantastic, but worth it for the photos alone, which were all taken from outside of his house looking in the window. I've seen those. They're and amazing. I saw his, and he did a PSA too. Mm-hmm. He did the PSA. And, and he goes, don't shake my hand. I mean, well, you're not going to shake my hand. I'll, I'm never going to meet you, but. <laughs> uh, I, see, now is when we need Curb more than ever, and it's done. Yeah, we had it for like two weeks during it, and then that was the end of that. Right. At least I mean, John Oliver, like sporadically. Yeah, and I watched Bill Maher last night. What a weird... I mean, he's just oh, like in his backyard. Yeah. 
I mean, he's not, I mean, obviously no one's there with him. He's just doing it on his iPhone. And then like, he's talking to Bernie Sanders, who's like sitting in his, you know, you know, ratchety old 300 year old chair in his, in his like living room that looks like, you know, the bunker household. Those <laughs> <laughs> were the days. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he talked to um, Max Brooks, which was interesting because Max is great. Yeah, Max is cool. Obviously, if you know his work, then you know why he was talking to him. But we won't go into that. But uh, uh, you know, it's, I, it, it's you know, it's not obviously it's not the same show at all. Um, he still does new rules, but he's sitting on his steps. You know, it's really weird looking. Uh, but John Oliver's still good. It's just him, like with a white screen. It's just bizarre. The whole thing is just, just fucking. It is. It really is the weird thing that's ever happened. It's like, weird. It's weird. It's insane. And it's it's getting weirder. Yeah, and it's gonna keep going for a long time. Like we're just getting started. <laughs> yeah. That's what I keep telling people. I'm like, you better be ready for like. August, September, maybe even October. And every, of course, everyone, no, you can't cancel Halloween. God, fucking nerds and their Halloween. <laughs> uh, it's also, this is just going to keep happening now. Mm-hmm. This is just going to keep going around the world, like cyclically. This is the new world that we live in. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I want to fucking leave my house for a while. You do. I don't get to. I, I wander around outside, but that's but that's it. I mean, I would love to go have a beer with you and like meet people and go have some fucking the like the tortilla soup at Birds with like a vodka huh. soda with like a game on in the background. Like, fuck, that's the shit. God damn it. Those kind of. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, someday. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. But for now, we got other shit to do. So I'm reading this thing on uh, the Pikes of England. It's a paper that I printed out so I could read it better. A sociolinguistic... Uh, phonologic and pragmatic analysis of Irish traveler ling- linguistics in Guy Ritchie's Snatch. <laughs> Periwinkle Blue. Yeah. So I printed that out, and then it's got like a little thing in the back. It's kind of like like a little index of like sayings and how many syllables go within each word. Like not the way that we would say them. So um, that's a paper I'm gonna read. This is what find, like, like other people are learning how to like needlepoint or speak another language. Yes. You're learning Pikey. I'm learning Pikey and, um, and I, am, uh, I have like a really nice watercolor set coming. <laughs> have you so we're gonna, used to do watercolors? I'm only gonna, what? Did you used to do watercolors? No, I've never, I just did it for the first time not that long ago. And I'm like, I'm kind of good at this. 
<laughs> no, I just thought it was fun and suit and kind of relaxing in a weird way. And, and I was at like a five year old's birthday party at like an art studio. There was like thousands of kids running around and I'm sitting there just chatting with this other father. And I, I didn't have a kid there. It was my friend's kid's birthday party and I went to it by myself. And uh, I wound up like painting this thing and uh, and I liked it and I brought it home and it's on my fridge. I think I put it on Instagram. I did put it on Instagram. So um, you're just gonna like, paint little things and eventually cover that wall behind you like a fucking jail cell? This is my, I have to keep this blank because this is my selfie, my self-tape wall for auditions. Oh, and you don't want a bunch of like increasingly psychotic finger paintings on it behind you? Well, I mean, it's a different world. So maybe that's how casting will happen now. I mean, maybe it doesn't matter what you do. I do have an audition, strangely, for NCIS Los Angeles for like a big part. I'm like, when are you going to shoot? Are you going to shoot this in my apartment? Like, you send me the equipment and I set it up and do my scene and then send it all back. How we add this work? Um, yeah, that's so, yeah. What are they doing? So th this is my self-tape wall. I'm pointing to it as if people could see it. Um, it's blanks, so I can just do it really easily. Because apparently that's the new norm in 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 this business. You just go film yourself doing the audition. That's and, kind of uh, everything now, right? You don't even go in anymore to meet them unless like you're meeting like for the last time, like with the director or something. Yeah, no one wants to deal with that. I th I I like it because if I fuck up, I can go again, and just hit stop and do it again, um, and I don't have to like go anywhere. <laughs> That's what I'm and I don't have to go. Hey, how's it going? I'm Ryan Lamb. Hey, to like the three people that are in the room, and then they go, "Thank you, go." <laughs> you're like, okay, so uh, let me just blah, 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 you know you get into the scene for a second. And then they, and then you do it. It's like all emotional. If it's an emotional scene, or like it's supposed to be funny, and they're not laughing, and then they go, "Thank you, thank you for coming in." <laughs> You're like, I got on the train <laughs> all the way to North Hollywood. First of all, you had to get up before two in the afternoon, right? Shower. I had to look the part, so right. I had to like, well, and and like, if there's an audition in like, oh my god, I'm complaining about this. First world problems, I, like, but it's like 95 to 100 degrees in LA, and I got to get on a train wearing a three-piece suit. <laughs> right. I'm like, I mean, not that I wear shorts and a tank top, but like, I'm not comfortable. It's too hot for this shit. And then when I get there, I'm sweaty because you had to walk a couple blocks from the train station down Ventura Boulevard. So it's like. Oh, it's oh, so fuck. hard. I just thought of Smokehouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Jacob and I like to go to this place in the valley that's actually directly across from Warner Brothers Studios. And um, there's a reason it's there. is because of Warner Brothers Studios. They basically... It's part of Warner Brothers Studios in a way. It's part of their history. It's basically like Lucille Ball would eat there, like you know, for her lunch breaks from filming something or whatever. Any like all, anybody and everybody that was shooting at Warner Brothers. So it's just got this like just 
it just reeks of old Hollywood. But these days, it's just like reeks of like old Hollywood, like the old people that live in Hollywood that still go there. What was, so, we went there with Andre one night and there was like a, just a geriatric funk band playing and like old yes. dancing really slowly and poorly. It was amazing. It was, it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we have not been able to catch that band again. Apparently they were, they were like an every Friday band. This is, these are the kinds of things that this crisis is putting in perspective. Like, we have to catch that band now. It's imperative. I don't know if any of them are going to make it through. But if they're around in August, we're going. I mean, where is the big, where is the big, like, you can go out now, like, tomorrow you can leave the house. What are we doing? Are we just gonna keep it low key? Because I feel like there's another thing that's gonna happen that's gonna bug me just a slight bit on that day. And this is me shattering everyone's dreams. <laughs> but um, I, I'm thinking like I might still give it like maybe three more days inside. I don't, because, I don't think that it's going to be like, and the world's open again. Tomorrow at 8 a.m., you're all safe. I do. That's my problem. And, like, when that happens, and if you are part of it, there's going to be way too much hugging for my taste. See, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like that, though. I think it's like going to be like... everybody wants... Oh, my God. Every post I see, all I want to do is hug people. <laughs> I'm like, do not hug me when this is over. Like... We're still doing, now we're just gonna go back to the elbow shake. I'll go there for now until I, I feel comfortable physically shaking your hand. But the hugging thing, I mean, maybe, maybe my mom. <laughs> and that's like a giant maybe. What, are your folks just totally on lockdown having shit delivered? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, they, I had the to, stubborn I, old people you know, that were they going They wouldn't out. listen. They wouldn't listen. They were those parents that wouldn't listen. They, you know, they just, well, we have to go to the market. I'm like, delivery. Well, your dad wants his bagels. No. <laughs> I'm like, then I said, mom, it's called Postmates. Like, they'll go get dad his bagels. Right. But like, I still, do, like, that is not something that you need. You want that. And if you're at the grocery store, if you have groceries delivered, like get whatever the fuck you want. Go luxurious if you want. You can get those boxes of cookies that you never thought you should have. Go get it. But like my dad has to go to a bagel shop, mm -hmm. this specific one on a specific time of day when they are the freshest mm -hmm. and he knows the guy. And I'm like, that's the exact thing that I don't want you to do. Right. Well, my landlords are the same way. Like they won't, they don't get that the world is different. Like he was going to go out to the market the other day. By the way, I made them swear weeks ago that they would not leave the house again. She texted that he was going to the market the other day. And the only reason he didn't is because his leg gave out and he fell on the floor and couldn't get up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You were going to do that in the middle of a plague-infested fucking supermarket. Just have someone deliver olive oil. Who cares? Right. Rich. No one cares. Um, yeah. 
uh, in Wisconsin, they're still not really taking it seriously. Like my mom is finally working from home, finally, but my dad still goes to work every day to answer emails. I mean, I think for the most part, people in Los Angeles are taking it pretty seriously. Um, for the most part, I'll tell you who's not. Piece of shit, fucking young parents and their shitty, disgusting, disease-carrying children. Yes. Just run rampant. And yes. children are stupid, so they don't know right. what feet means, so it's on their parents. But every time I go for a walk, that happens. These kids are just running everywhere, and their parents just give me that, like, oh, you know kids look. Like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. Put it on a leash or how to kick it away from me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it really, really. I'm just me. waiting. I'm just waiting for them to say, "Listen, everybody, I'm sorry. Every dog on Earth has it." <laughs> Did you and see? That's, and that's the end of dogs. I'm sorry. A bunch of uh, tigers and lions in the Bronx Zoo tested positive for it. <laughs> see, bye, dogs. It, not dogs. Cats are getting it. Dogs I shall not get bit again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might get. Oh, it's well known. I'm the man. taco what? guy on your street might bite you. I'm telling you, man. It's like it really is apocalyptic over here. I mean, I'm sure you're not too far away, but I can hear military helicopters flying over Los Angeles. And a lot of helicopters. There's also been a lot. I have the Citizen app. I know that crime yeah. in LA in general is going down, but it's getting kind of weird up here. Yeah. Like places are getting broken into. Last night there was there was apparently like gunfire down on Beachwood, and there were helicopters and cop cars. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like I don't know some weird John Carpenter movie where society breaks down and the poor people come up to rob all the rich white people in the hills. Not getting in here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they can't see it, but Ryan is now holding up his. <laughs> my sword it's a sword i have a sword i've been um, sleeping with my rat gun and a machete yeah I, machete would be good i think it's time we uh um yeah embrace that uh the uh the idea that if I have to, I might have to open the front door and start like defending myself because there's a, eventually I'm not going to be able to stay inside this little box. Like, you know, the food will run out the water is, you know, will turn shit from the sink and then TV will go away and then there will be nothing in here. I'll be like, I guess like grabbing this backpack, I mean, hopefully you have your glasses by then. Can of beans. <laughs> Throw my rat gun in the bag. <laughs> uh, maybe a book, like just to kick it off, you know? And you'd probably just end up having to use it as a fire starter. Kindle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other thing I'm reading, I printed this out too. I know you read it already. Um, and I like that I printed it out because it's hard to read sometimes on my phone. Uh, oh yeah, I did read that already. So this is the, uh, in Harper's Magazine, they, uh, 
uh, they, they published a Stephen King short story called The Fifth Step. Tell them about it while I use the ladies' room. I, I, you're the one that has to, I didn't read it. <laughs> well, I do more backstory. Uh, backstory, backstory. I do not know the backstory of this story. Um, but I will say it's, uh, I like his short stories sometimes almost better than his novels because uh, I believe that a short story is harder to write than a full length either novel or feature. I think because you only have a certain amount of time to tell it in and uh, you've got to get a full story within that time frame. Uh, you don't have, there's no room for filler or anything. You just gotta like, you gotta do it yourself. You know, you gotta figure out the story yourself. And uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway. I concur that, well, I, I love short stories and I even love short films. And I think that they're just their own medium and people who are good at it, like they're just doing something. It's not just a shorter story. Like it's its own way of telling a story. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. I love that. And Stephen King rocks at it. And that is a good short story. It's also like a 10 minute read. Sure. Um, I recently wrote a short that we're hoping to shoot soon, but I, I almost felt that same way. Like I didn't know exactly like where to end it. Like I didn't, I wasn't sure like <clears throat> how to go about like bringing this particular tale to an end. And, uh, and then I kind of like tried and then you were like, cut that off. <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, boo doo doo to do bow. And I, you're like, nah. I like, what I like about the short story format is that in a, a very condensed amount of time or words, yes. if it's written, you can speak to a much larger thing. Uh, and part of doing that is like just allowing that mystery to exist you know instead of trying to take like a beginning middle ending with a bow and cram it into eight minutes like just tell eight minutes of a larger thing and let people fill in the gaps with their own experience and imagination doesn't sure, I, like, I love that no I definitely love that um, but I always I still want to like create that world. So I, I still want there to be enough information yeah. where they, where you can take what I've, the tools I've given you and create the rest of the, 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 the world. Totally. There has to be enough there that people can sink into it and live in that world for eight minutes or 12 minutes or, right. 12 minutes or whatever. Right. Um, and Stephen King is, obviously a master at getting you like you feel like you're living in the world within the first paragraph yeah so then it doesn't even matter like some of the the short stories from the 70s are like six pages long but you're totally immersed 
so that you're still scared and freaked out and enthralled yeah. and excited. It's important. Shorts are, are very important, I think. Uh, anyway, what are you reading? I'm, right, I'm also reading this uh, book by Karen Russell called Orange World. Hmm. She's one of my favorite, she's one of my favorite uh, authors of, of this time. Um, she wrote, this is a book of short stories. She has two other books of short stories. And then she has one novel called Swamplandia. I've heard of that, I it's, think. It's, yeah, yeah. It's got a geek love vibe to it. Um, it kind of has that same heartbeat, but uh, the writing is so beautiful. I mean, the writing of geek love is gorgeous, but uh, there's something about Karen that's so amazing. And, and that Swamp Landy is a great book, but her short stories are kind of the same as what you, we were just talking about with Steven, you know? There's just these like vivid things that like you, you, you can't keep your eyes off of and keep your mind off, out of, you know? Uh -huh. like she, does, she puts you in this like, you know, world. It's usually like a little bit of a bizarre world. <laughs> it's not always like, maybe it's not our world. Oh, I love that too, though. Always like a circusy vibe to it, like a, not like an actual circus, but like a like, where are they? Where, what, you know, mm. where are these people? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Anyway, so those are what I, that's what I'm doing. Those are my reading projects for the next, I don't know, hour. <laughs> I've been dumping a ton of books onto my Kindle. Uh, I just finished a Harlan Coben novel. I had never read one of his before. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Was it scary? No, but it was fine. Uh, I haven't read any of his stuff either, but everyone always says it's like horrifying. Not remotely horrifying. Kind of interesting. Like it was, it was fine. Um, <laughs> and I realized that I have in hardcover, but never read Blaze, the lost Richard Bachman novel. Mm hmm it's good. So I'm gonna sit down and read that probably in one sitting at some point. Oh, cool. No, you'll like it, it's good. Fuck. My buddy sent me this. This was like a month or two ago that I read this. I'm thinking of ending things. Okay, yeah. Awesome, crazy mindfuck, and I just sat down one morning and read it. <laughs> I got to the end, and which was great because it all the structure of it and the timeline of the story is all kind of stream of consciousness, real time. Mm. So it worked. Like I was just in a chair all day, but not in my chair. I was in the car with this guy, and yeah. Uh, I yeah. I guess we'll just keep writing and reading shit. <laughs> wow. uh, well, also after I finish this book, uh, the new Stephen King, I think, comes out in a couple of weeks, maybe. Oh yeah, because it's uh, early, right? Didn't you send me that? Yeah, I think it's gonna come out. I think now, soon. Like, uh, it's called uh, "Till it, it Bleeds." If it bleeds. If it bleeds, right? If yeah. it bleeds. I, what it's uh, four novellas, right? That's what I was kind of. I didn't really read the synopsis of the whole thing, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A Stephen King novella is usually like 240 pages long. Sure. So it'll be for elevation, well, like elevation. Um, I think I still didn't read the last Joe Hill collection. 
Oh, I read that in the uh, hospital. Yeah, the one that I sent you when you were. <laughs> you sent it to me, full throttle. Yeah, I still haven't read that. Because yeah, because the first story in that is called Throttle. I read Throttle. That's a standalone that he did with his dad, right? With, with his dad, yeah. And then yeah, I read that when they just put it out as a one-off. Yeah, there's a few other ones that you probably read too that are. Um, Wolverine Station. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it's called. It's a good title. Yeah, there's, there's some good, yeah, it's a great title. I think that's what it is. Um, uh, but other than that, all the other ones were new. And I was, you know, so I read the new ones in the hospital. Like, I read this one, I'm not gonna read that one. Yeah. And, uh, and they're good, they're great. Oh. One of them they turned. One of them they turned into an episode of Creep Show, the new Creep Show show. The garbage, unwatchable Creep Show. <laughs> yeah, the garbage, unwatchable Creep Show. God, ugh. there was a few that were okay. I watched the one that was based on a Joe Hill story with my mom when she was here, and we were both like, "Nah, we don't need to watch anymore." That was the yeah. Where the fuck did the I kids? Were the kids the lake and the monster? Maybe I don't even remember. Yeah. There was one of the dollhouse too. Maybe the maybe one. I don't fucking know. That that wasn't that wasn't the one that was the dollhouse one was actually kind of cool. Was it? That was kind of creepy. It just it's so poorly produced. Like they feel oh, like oh yeah yeah no, totally no yeah it's awful. And I remember hearing that Shudder was doing it and being like, do they have enough money to do a creep show? <laughs> they feel like YouTube videos. It doesn't feel like George Romero's creep show. Absolutely not. I'm trying to find that other collection that I read, Nocturnes by John Connolly. I have no idea where it is. I just have piles of books everywhere. <laughs> uh, have you read any of his shit? No. It's amazing. I had not either, and my friend AJ sent it when I was in the hospital, so I started reading it in the ICU. Uh-huh. And they're fantastic, like, super creepy horror, horror stories. I'll try to... Yeah, maybe I'll send it to you. Yeah, because I really, really, really want to... I want to, like, have a lot of creepy imagery in my brain while I'm trapped inside this box. Honestly, I mean, like, every, every night I watch the goriest, scariest horror movie, and then I go to sleep. <laughs> I mean, every because night before I, I all of my dreams to be right. giant spiders that are coming to eat me. I find horror fiction very comforting because it's something that I know, and so sure. it feels familiar. It's like, sure. it's like a... I have, like I've got a few of those that yeah. I... I mean, it's different because like Stephen King's never doesn't scare me anymore because like I I'm 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 in I'm immersed in the story, obviously like completely engrossed. Um, but I still I'm almost reading it as him with like a smirk on my face. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like and then his he's got, when, he, when he's writing something and he comes to like a like a specific. Uh, like scenario in, this, in in you know in the manuscript where he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> here we go. 
Right. <laughs> He's got that like laugh that he does. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can feel that when I'm reading him. But if I'm like reading somebody that I don't know and it's fucking terrifying, I'm like, holy shit. Like mm-hmm. this is freaking me the fuck out. And that is not soothing. Yeah. But I would still like to scare myself. This one was creepy as shit. And I read it all during the day. But it like it's a because it's a mind fuck thing, you lose yourself in that world and then get scared of yourself. <laughs> Which was great. Fun. Yeah. Totally great. I can't wait. <laughs> um it's like I watched uh the hunt the other night and it's great it's really good i, I would bet i mean i did not think it was going to be that good it was fantastic and you should definitely watch that movie i'll watch it not just you but everyone that's listening out there if there are people indeed still rolling with us um uh that was great but then afterwards i was like uh i need to watch like Bugs Bunny cartoons or something like that. Like, it was really gory and like not scary at all. But like the thought of it too, like you know, it's very like sort of like in your face, Democrat, uh, Republican clash. Mm-hmm. I mean, very surfaced, but like it was not a. It, it, like I, I needed to shake it off. Whereas, like, if I'm watching like. Friday the 13th. I'm, I, I'm watching, I'm just cracking up for the whole thing. That's not right. fucking scary. No. Right. <laughs> uh, was the Invisible Man scary? No spoilers, because I haven't watched that one yet either. Yeah. I've heard that yeah. it's terrifying. It is pretty, it's creepy as hell. It's really creepy. I, God, I want to say stuff, but I can't spoil it. But yeah. I don't say anything. It's, uh, and it's shot really well. That's the thing. It, it looks good. And Elizabeth is amazing. She's good. I like her. Oh, I love her. She's fantastic. I've always loved her. I mean, like, forever and ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes you do go a little loopy. I, I mean, I, obviously, you and I are, like, alone in our homes. And... Uh, Every once in a while, it's like, am I, am I, when am I going to start really bouncing off the walls? I think that is the point that I hit when I, like two weeks ago, when I like almost had a complete fucking nervous breakdown. <laughs> At that point, I had been trapped here for eight weeks, but I, but like I was supposed to be getting back to normal at eight weeks. It was like, now you can maybe go get work and you can like, leave right. the house and I was cleared to drive again and then they were like no California is now on lockdown and there's a devil plague and that was when I kind of started losing it right so that may happen again I mean if this is going to go on for another like two months two and a half I don't know I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do <laughs> I mean I think it like another month i mean this is depressing we should be we should be cheering people up or cheering ourselves up at least um but it is hard not to talk you know not to talk about it um i think like eventually it's like oh well i'm gonna have to like go outside and do stuff and like just brave it 
there's no way I could just stay in this box for three months. I mean, like, I, I put pads on the walls. I mean, at some point you'll have to do something, even if it is like go up the fire escape to the terrifying roof. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, well, we're at, we're over an hour. Oh my God. How time flies. Oh Lord. Jesus Christ. When you're doing a podcast. Other than that, time flying. Uh, time is kind of flying for me, which is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, I, I hope that we just completely cheered you up and what a wonderful, cheery conversation we just had. <laughs> Uh, we, we talked about uh, this thing that's happening to all of us. We talked about surgeries. <laughs> we talked about really depressing horror books. Yeah. And uh, drinking. So what, a, what wonderful topics. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll sign off. And then uh, you and I could keep talking if you want. But uh, it's, uh, uh, I can never remember my name, you know, on a daily basis now. It doesn't matter. Uh, but this is uh, Dying in the Hollywood Hills with uh, Jacob and Ryan. And uh, also uh, subtitled uh, Dying in MacArthur Park, Hobo's Revenge. <laughs> Yay. Bye.